Hey guys, how are we doing? I am currently under my duvet recording this on my phone. Forever the struggle of sound quality. I don't know if it would be one of my episodes if I didn't complain about the sound quality first. At this stage, I feel like it's part of my intro. I'm going to save up to get a microphone because I'm tired of... Um, I'm just tired. I am tired. I'm under a duvet. It is so hot, but I'm dedicated to this. I. This is probably like the fourth episode I have started recording. And I'm tired. I don't know what to say. But so I went through a lot of things that I could make this episode about. But I think the thing is that I'm just too tired to make any of them. You know what I mean? Like I'm too tired. So I thought I was I'm thinking of just making this a bit of a ramble and speaking about something that uh makes me feel happy again this week as well because i'm not in a place mentally to speak about anything intellectually um uh draining or emotionally draining and we're gonna keep this one positive so in today's episode i am gonna speak about my hopes and dreams because i think It's a fun topic to talk about, I guess. Yeah, let's talk about my hopes and dreams. I have had certain hopes and dreams that I've kind of had for a long time that just haven't gone away. So when I was very young, I had like, I really wanted to be a fashion designer or maybe... Oh, there was one, there was one stage that my friend Adam and I, because we were in a musical, we were in The Sound of Music, it was a professional production, and we convinced ourselves we were going to be the next musical theater, we were going to be Edina Menzel, is that her name? Yeah, Edina Menzel, I think that's her name, Julie Andrews, all of them, we were going to be them, we were going to be on Broadway, thank goodness that is no longer happening, um the musical theater world has traumatized me so i'm doing a maths degree um (laughs) anyways that was one of our dreams we were going to go to new york and we were going to be the next edina menzel and Kristen chenoweth but you know dreams change and now i no longer have that dream i think you guys got the point But there have also been dreams that have kind of stuck with me. A dream I have always, always had was to write. I didn't know how exactly, but I always knew I wanted to write from six years old. And I think that stemmed from kind of, I I love fantasy. I loved like just fantasy movies, fantasy books. And I wanted to be part of those worlds so badly. Like little me just wanted to be part of that. And I don't know, something in my six-year-old brain clicked and was like, well, if I can't be part of those worlds realistically, I just need to make my own world. So I came up with this cute little story. I won't go into it because it's probably not that interesting. But 
I still remember that story to this day. And one day, I actually do hope to write that book. Because Loki, six-year-old me, had a, v- had a really good plot line. I'm not even kidding. But I think my dream is to just write anything and everything. I, when I got older, I'd always been more interested in the kind of like English. I never felt a passion for maths, if you know what I'm saying. I enjoyed it, but I never felt a passion for it. And the one thing that always made me feel better and happy was writing. Uh, Like nothing was more enjoyable for me than writing an essay to hand in for English. Um, so I think the reason writing specifically and not, for example, acting or filmmaking or whatever is because when you're writing, all you need is yourself and all you need is a, like a pen, a paper or your laptop or whatever, and you are fully in control of all of it. Whereas, okay filming a movie, acting, you're you're so reliant on other people. So I'd say I was 13 when I realized, okay, this is the most realistic because I knew I wasn't going to study something to do with film or to do with drama or that sort of thing. It was the most realistic thing to pursue that um, I didn't need to necessarily study. You know what I mean? So I'd say when I think of hopes and dreams, that is my f- the first one that comes up. Write a book, write multiple books, be able to make a living off of my writing. Um, yeah. Now, my second hope and dream is to speak, like, I still haven't decided on the number, but I think... I'm aiming for eight languages. I'm on five. I speak English, um, Greek, Afrikaans, French, and Italian. Although right now, some of those are rusty. uh, Because I haven't been speaking them. But I really, really want to learn German. I've been spending time in the Netherlands and decided that... Because Afrikaans and Dutch are so similar, I think it's going to... Like, some people say that is a benefit, but I don't think it is a benefit. I think because I've... Like, in South Africa, I started learning Afrikaans from grade three. It's so embedded in me, and because they're so similar, I really don't imagine that I'd be able to do that. So I think the languages I still want to learn, because... In my mind, I still have three that I could learn. Would be German, um, Spanish, which I understand, but I'm just... I need to speak it. Like, I want to speak it. And I was contemplating Arabic, but I suspect that might be a bit of a, like... it's, It's hard. It is hard. But we'll see. If I even have time. If I... If I even have time in my life. Oh, Japanese. That would also be so hard. I don't know. Like, anyways, I, I, at one stage I said 10 languages, but I think eight is more realistic for my lifespan. 
um, yeah, I don't know if I have enough brain space. Right, so my third dream that I'm going to be speaking about today is my dream of owning a bulldog. I don't know about you guys, but I think bulldogs are pretty neat. I really enjoy their stature. I think it's hilarious. I love how they run. And when I was living in Italy, and because I'm so far away from my parents, my main way of communicating with my dad was just sending him bulldog videos. I would send him videos of bulldogs on the beach, running, jumping on couches, like just hanging out. And he loved them. He would send me videos of bulldogs just existing. And that is how we kept in contact while I was gone. But I actually read something recently that is so sad. And it is that bulldogs, like, they have so many genetic issues because of inbreeding or something that um, it's not even fair to keep breeding them. And I can't explain how sad that makes me because, like I've just said, it is one of my dreams to own them. But I'll find an ethical way. I'm telling you guys, I'll find an ethical way. Can I tell you something that is so funny? Six-year-old me was such a feminist. Six-year-old, like... I don't know, between the ages of 6 and, like, 12, I was disgusted by the idea of a relationship. Like, I knew that I didn't want to be in a relationship. I wanted nothing to do with that. I was going to be an independent career woman. I don't know why I decided that when I was that age, but I decided on it. So, I think I've never really had goals in terms of, like, what I see my future, like my future family or that sort of thing. And in a way, I'm grateful for it because I have no set idea of how that's going to be. I have no goals for that. And sometimes I think in certain parts of your life, it's better to have no goals. There are some things you can't set goals for. And I am really... I really admire six-year-old me for being such a feminist icon. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to stick to that. But I think I hope to just be surrounded by people for the rest of my life that I love. And whoever they may be, my family, like whoever, I know that I am hoping to be with people that mean a lot to me, that understand me. And yeah, that's what I hope. Now another goal. And this happened recently when I was traveling. And it's a bit materialistic. I'm just, I'm sorry. Um, but it would have to be to own like a nice apartment. Sorry, let me stop moving under this duvet. Okay. It would be to own a really nice apartment in one of the big cities of Europe. Like a really nice apartment. Um, I was walking through Plaka in Greece, which is the, the old town, am I wrong? But I was just looking at these buildings and these apartments and just what you get to look out on. Um, and it's all I, all I want. I'm not talking about like, 
any sort of apartment. And maybe this is just a dream. Like, maybe it's stupid to spend that much money. Um, I don't know if I'll ever be able to afford it. I don't know how it would ever even happen. Is it stupid to spend that much money on an apartment, on like property, on one place? I don't know. I know nothing about that stuff. But like an apartment that looks out onto the Acropolis? I just thought of the perfect example of a building that I want to live in. And it's the Zaha Hadid um, building in Milan. Uh, I think that's I think that's how you say her name. She's a famous British Iraqi architect, and that building in Milan. Every time I would walk past it, um, it's just so beautiful. Um, and I every time I would walk past it, I would just dream of living there. I know a very famous Italian uh, rapper Fedez and his wife Chiara Ferragni, who is like the it girl of Italy, live there. Uh, so yeah, that is the dream. If you want, go look it up. Iconic. I would also love to meet Frank Ocean. So that is another dream. Hopefully, this podcast manifests that for manifests that for me. Frank Ocean, want to meet him. So those are my hopes and dreams. Um, and yeah, hopefully I am a writer in an apartment in one of the capitals of the world with a bulldog, uh, surrounded by people I love who goes to coffee with Frank Ocean. I think, I think that is, uh, that is the takeaway from this episode. Thank you for listening. If you lived, listened until the end and see you next week.